This is the Blended Radio audio experience. Welcome to the Business of Blended with your host, Jason Davis. Tim Ferriss has a quote that I love. A person's success in life can be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. In leadership and in growth, both have their share of obstacles and struggles. But having what I call fierce conversations is one of the things I see leaders struggle with most. Sometimes it's because of how they handle these moments. Other times it's because of how they avoid the conflict altogether. Now, I can't tell you exactly what to say the next time you find yourself in a fierce conversation, but in this episode, I'm going to lay out for you my approach to every conflict I encounter. The start of every fierce conversation does not start with the conversation itself. It starts with your preparation. Before walking into any room where conflict awaits you, you need to take a moment and have a clear understanding of where the common ground is. In every fierce conversation, in every conflict I've ever had, I've always been able to find common ground before walking into the room. This common ground has to be the foundation of every conversation you have, and you can never forget it. Whenever anything gets tough in the conversation, and believe me, it will get tough, you need to go back to the foundation you need to remind yourself that everybody is there for a common purpose. Now that you have that common ground, you're ready for the actual conversation. So the first thing you need to do is address the behavior that's causing the conflict. The second thing you need to do is you need to communicate what story you're telling yourself with regards to that behavior in question. And the last thing is how that behavior and the story you're telling yourself is impacting you or impacting other people. So those are the three things. Once you sit down, it's addressing the behavior. This is the issue. Number two is, because of this issue, this is the story I'm telling myself. And number three is, because of this story, it's impacting me in this way. Or it's impacting other people in this way, if you're a leader and you're addressing it on behalf of others. Now, Most people will have this part scripted out before even walking into the room. Uh, Most people know what they're going to say with these three things before the conversation even starts. Now, that's not me telling you that it's going to be any easier to say the things that you're going to say because it's not, but it is pretty straightforward and simple. For many people, the tough part is what comes next. You need to leave room for the reaction. More importantly, you need to leave non-judgmental room for the reaction. Guess what? Not every fierce conversation will end as quickly as it started. Lots of people won't agree with you. Do not let your ego or you being naive get in your way. Your only job next is to sit back and listen. Swallow whatever you need to swallow and hear out their side. The only thing you're allowed to do is ask questions so you can better understand their perspective. It's not your job to judge or to try to convince them that your perspective is right. Because you know what? The truth is that their perspective is their reality. So once you believe you understand their perspective clearly, you need to repeat it back to them and get them to confirm that you understand correctly. This makes sure they feel heard and understood It also keeps you grounded and empathetic to their feelings. Sometimes this exchange of this is the behavior, this is the story I'm telling myself, this is how it's impacting me, other party says their side, you ask questions, then you 
confirm to them that you understand, that exchange sometimes is enough to reach common ground. In which case, congratulations. You can transition on to working on the resolution. If you still aren't there yet, you just need to repeat the process. So because of that, this is my story, this is the impact. You leave room for the response, you ask questions to clarify, you seek confirmation of understanding. You get the idea. Sometimes this process can take time. You have to rinse and repeat that a number of times before you are able to move into the process of resolution. Do not be impatient with this process. If the relationship is worth anything to you, then you need to take the time to resolve the situation. So be patient in this process and do not hurry it along. Now, the only reason to end the conversation before resolution has been reached is if during this process of rinsing, repeating, and the back and forth, there is no additional information being provided by either side. At this point, you've reached an impasse. And unfortunately, it is one of those things where you'll need to agree to disagree. It isn't ideal, but honestly, I've had my fair share of these. One thing you can be confident in is that if you follow these steps, people will walk away respected, not necessarily liked. I always say once I get into one of these conversations and it seems like it's going down this path where we're not going to reach a resolution, all the information has come out and we're still not getting to that common ground where we want it to be. I'll often say that it's more important to me to be respected after that conversation than to be liked after that conversation. So once the conversation's over, the other person can go home and might say to their significant other, Jason is an idiot. He made a stupid decision today, but you know what? He's a pretty good guy. I can't promise you that every fierce conversation you have, not every conflict will wind up with everybody getting what they want. But it is important to me and it should be important to you that people can walk away from that despite still disagreeing, despite not liking each other and the outcome, there can be a mutual respect coming out the other side. Before I wrap this up, I have one final point to make. And this is possibly the most important part. At any point during the fierce conversation, you can never let your emotions drive your behavior. Now, this is easier said than done since these conversations are almost never unemotional. In the event, you and the other person start to behave from your emotions and not from logic, you need to table the conversation and walk away to come back to it later. I often use the red light, green light metaphor. Once we've both reached red light and we're both getting emotional about the topic, that's the time we need to walk away and we need to come back once we're green lights again. It's a silly, simple metaphor, but I can't tell you how many times it's worked uh, for me when both parties are starting to um, become a little unhinged. Another thing, if someone does become emotional, and more than likely they will, typically this shows itself in anger or sadness. So visible frustration or even crying. When you see it happen, you can't just pretend like it's not happening. I see a lot of leaders do this because oftentimes it makes them uncomfortable. It's important to acknowledge it and make sure the other person knows that it's okay. So for example, if I'm in a fierce conversation and the person on the other side of the table starts crying, basically I want them to know that it's okay and that I do not think less of them for showing their emotion in that moment. They should not feel like they need to hide it. Then I'll usually ask them if they wanna take a moment to compose themselves 
or if they're comfortable continuing, and I make sure they know I'm comfortable with either decision. These conversations aren't easy for anyone, even though some people are better at it than others. I haven't met anyone who actually enjoys them. They are definitely one of the tough sides of leadership, but from my experience, it's through these moments where real growth can happen for everybody involved. So good luck with your fierce conversations, embrace them for the growth that they can bring, and just remember the day you can't or aren't willing to have these conversations is the day you stop leading. Thanks for listening to the Splendid Audio Experience. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave it a five-star review, share it with your friends, and subscribe.